Okay, you guys heard that, right? Yeah, sounds like it was coming from right behind you. Not funny. Guys, get it together. We're trying to do a podcast here. Hey, Booze, welcome back to another episode of the Boobusters podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing the tragic history of Georgetown Castle. Emmy's belly hurts, FYI. I'm sorry, Emmy. So, I had a Trader Joe's burrito bowl for dinner, and it's not setting well at all. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm just going to put Twitter running for this episode right now. There's going to be mentions of suicide and sexual assault. So be cautious of that. Like, I think it might come up at some point today. Like barf? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How fun for us. Oh, like the smell oh. of that peanut butter is making me so fucking <laughs> Yeah, how was your week, Bobby Boo? Well, <laughs> been, it's been okay. Yeah. I went to the movies on Saturday by myself. Oh, you didn't tell us how that movie... Oh, wait, you did, didn't you? Are you there? Oh, hold on. That was really weird. It just said Emily was calling me on FaceTime. Huh. And then it went away. And then, okay, anyway. That had me nervous. That had me <laughs> so nervous. I was, <laughs> gonna, I was low-key going to KMS. I've seen Unfriended before. <laughs> um, yeah, I went and saw Boogman by myself. Yeah. Um, it was actually pretty good. It's not what you expect. It's not like a full-on, like, it's a horror movie. But, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, more about, like, grief overcoming and basically the boogeyman feeds on your fear and depression. So don't be yeah. depressed. <laughs> oh, well, I'm fucked. <laughs> but, no, it was good. It was a slow burn. I think it's definitely worth a watch. So I wouldn't, yeah. like, pop it in when I was you know, looking forward to it. But Well, I watched. Oh, I oh. decided to finish that There's Something Wrong with the Children movie the other day. <gasps> Oh, how was it? Unsatisfying. We oh, were right no. in turning it off. It. <laughs> like it wasn't called. it wasn't completely awful, but like it just did not leave me feeling satisfied. No. Can you can we do spoilers or no? Basically, I don't even know what happens, but this like there's this there's two couples and the one couple has kids and they're off in like a cabin in the woods or whatever and they go hiking and find these ruins and the kids get possessed or something but i don't know what the fuck they get possessed by because they don't tell us <laughs> and so then the kids like kill their parents and they try to kill the other couple and they get the one the guy but he's like he's taking like pills for psychosis or something so like the whole first half you can't tell if he's crazy or if the kids are actually fucking people up Oh my god. But they are, but I don't know. It was just like unsatisfying. There was so much happening in that movie. I was like, what the fuck? <sighs> oh gosh. But I also watched that play dead movie that I was telling you about. And that oh, was yeah. pretty good. Was it? Know, with Bailey Madison, yeah. It was it kind of like the trailer kind of felt like a B rated. Was it like more B? It kind of was, but it was like yeah, it was decent. It was yeah. rough watch. Um, what's his face plays in it too? I think Jerry Maguire's his name, or no? That's oh, he was in Scream what Two. What the fuck right? is his name? Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, that's his yeah. name. Jerry I don't know Maguire. where I got Maguire from. <laughs> Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I think you say that. Like, where did that come from? You did good. You got. Your... But they kind of they kind of look alike. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, that's where that came from then. <laughs> <laughs> um, this will be this. This is us in the past, but we had a fun weekend this weekend, didn't we, guys? It was so For fun sure. hanging. For sure. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Emily had no tummy problems. I literally haven't had right any now. tummy problems. She's been doing so good. It's I oh. that that trader that trader Joe's fucked her up, man. It's hurting my stomach really bad. Why God do us like that, TJ? It was like it had a chipotle sauce on it, and I think it was mm. the, the chipotle sauce. Yeah, it smelled okay. Yeah, it smells fine. I think it was just too too much, much for my yeah. stomach. Too much for your sensitive belly. Mm-hmm. And I added a lot of cheese on it. Oh, you that, silly, that silly girl! Bit. And I had a lot of sour cream to drown out the chipotle oh. flavoring. Oh, that'll do it. But so it probably wasn't even the. Trader Joe's, it was the sour cream and cheese. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not my typical dairy tummy ache. That's the thing. Oh, mm. that's a little spicy. My stomach, I feel like I'm going to throw up. Oh, <gasps> make it happen. Like, I had normal food. And now I feel like I'm going to throw up. Uh-oh. Um, so getting into our pre-topic, if you had to be the final girl in any horror movie, who would you choose and why? What's her name? Wait, you go first. I gotta look up her name. I'm trying to think of who gets the least fucked up. Like, I'm gonna oh, say no, Trish and Jeepers Creepers. Okay, that's fair. Because he clearly well, didn't like her. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, okay. m- mental mental trauma, I can handle that, but physical trauma, no, thank you. Um, I'm thinking maybe. <laughs> I think her name is Kathy from Dark Ride. Okay. Because, you know, she really doesn't, like, she's just there the whole movie, and then she escapes at the end because she kind of brought all her friends there. That's that's good. That's a good point. And the crazy guy's was, like, thanks. I was going to go hardcore here, because I think she's such a badass. Um, Aaron from You're Next. Ooh, that's a good one. See, yeah, I don't want to be put through up. all that, though. She gets she fucked, got up. fucked up. Yeah, yeah, but she's a badass. I don't want to be put through all that <laughs> physical trauma. You remember when we saw that in theaters and we were like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I came home that night and I was swimming in the dark and I was convinced that I was going to get murdered. Good old Heather letting us see those movies. Not even <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> Heather was like, you two do what you need to do. <laughs> I remember when she brought us to the last house on the left. And that was... was trauma. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was not expecting any of what happened in that movie. Anyway, sorry, got sidetracked. Anyways. Also, Carly Beth from the Goosebumps episode of The Mask. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because I watched that like three times this week. But no, that that makes me a little claustrophobic though, thinking when the mask gets stuck on her face. And she's yeah. just like clawing at her neck, trying to get it off, and it's stuck. Oof. No, thank you. Getting into what? the history of Georgetown Castle. AKA Gessner Mansion. It's a lovely Victorian home located in Seattle that was built in 1902 by a man named Peter Gessner. Peter was a wealthy man who earned his money from being a blackjack dealer and a pimp. Oh. Yeah. He was doing it all there. And. Despite his seedy ways, he had a wife and he decided that it was time to focus on her and his family. 
1902, he decided that Georgetown was the perfect place to build their home. It was far enough away from downtown Seattle to be peaceful and away from the prying eyes of others. Thus, the construction of his castle began. Unfortunately for him, though, his wife, Anne Elizabeth, left him for another man during the process of construction. Peter was left with a large home and no one to enjoy it with. That's all sad. Well, uh, he probably deserved it. <laughs> While living in the house, he decided to use it as his base for all the illegal activities that he was into. The house became oh. a brothel and a good location for gambling. There it is. There it is. Wait, because here comes some more. Peter's niece, Sarah, was said to visit the house from time to time. According to some, Peter assaulted Sarah, and she unfortunately wound up pregnant with his baby. <gasps> when the baby was born, it was murdered and buried somewhere on the property. Yeah, isn't that sad? Sarah went crazy and was locked up in the castle spire for the remainder of her life. Oh, my God. Isn't that sad? <laughs> that whole paragraph just turned the whole story. Yeah, it did. so see, Peter got his karma when his wife left. Fucking him. Peter. She knew. She was like, You're up to some dirty stuff, Peter. <laughs> Peter's time in the house did not last very long. In 1903, he committed suicide in his bedroom by drinking carbolic acid. That's a rough way to kill <laughs> yeah. By the time he was found, his face, mouth, throat, and internal organs were all badly burnt and had begun to dissolve. Jesus Christ. Why would you choose to go out that way? Is all I, I need to know. Because it's not quick either. Yeah, and it's really fucking painful. Like, you're literally burning yourself. Ugh, oh, gross. After Peter's death, the house was abandoned for 20 years until a new owner came along. This new owner once again turned the mansion into a brothel and gambling house. Allegedly, during this time, a working lady named Mary Christian was murdered in the house. She was either strangled by a magician or shot by one of her johns. Which is it? Damn. Right? (laughs) Get your story straight. (laughs) At one point, the mansion turned into a legitimate boarding house, but the ghosts of the past made it hard to escape the dark history. By the 1970s, the home had again been abandoned and it was in a state of near ruin. It was bought by new owners who turned it into castle and catering. Unfortunately for them, this idea only lasted until 1990. The home went through a variety of owners until 2004 when it was bought by the current owner, Linda Bazan, and her son. They renovated it back to its original estate and now live in the home. Since it's a private residence, no one is allowed inside. Rude. Let me in. Yeah, she was on a a paranormal show that we'll talk about later. That is wild. Although the house is now privately owned, it has gained a reputation for being one of the most haunted places in Seattle. Peter Gessner's spirit is said to remain in the home. One of the prior residents found a walled-off room in the mansion that was believed to have been used for Peter's illegal card games. Spots of that room are very cold, which is odd because of the lack of ventilation in the room. Peter's usual spot is the second floor, although he usually remains invisible or very briefly appears. His footsteps can be heard throughout the house. Sarah's spirit remains trapped in the spire of the house. I would love to have a spire. Me too. People who have lived in the home claim that a strange presence can be felt in this area and that they could often hear a woman wailing in misery in the middle of the night. That's Mm -hmm. She occasionally materializes and is described as wearing an all-black dress with dark hair and sunken eyes. 
her baby can be heard crying from underneath the porch at night as well. Why is oh. the baby under the porch? Because it was buried underneath there. <gasps> Would you fucking imagine I should? <laughs> if you just heard a baby crying from underneath the porch, yeah. From I'd, anywhere. I'd be like, no, thank you. Lastly, the spirit of Mary Christian makes her presence known from time to time. She's described as having flowing red hair and is dressed in a white nightgown. Why are all these ghosts in white nightgowns? The color of innocence. I don't know. <laughs> okay. My nightgown would look like Sydney Prescott's mother's red blood nightgown. Stop. That's when my innocence is taken away. No, no, no. That's what it looks like. I request a yellow dress when I die. With okay. flowers. I request my Fenty joggers and an oversized hoodie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no bra. No bra. Yes. For the titties. Granny panties. Yes. Nice socks and my slippers. Mood. <laughs> she was rumored to have been a very angry woman while alive, but in the afterlife, she has been described as being a peaceful entity who displays a sense of tranquility if she is encountered. Oh, how nice. Georgetown Castle is one moment in pop culture, and that was in a 2010 episode of Most Terrifying Places in America. In the segment, Linda and others who have been in the home recount some of their paranormal experiences. That's all, folks. All right, my turn for a boot crew. Woo! This one is called A Little Old I'm Lady scared. in Her Tall Light. Oh, no. Once upon a time, there was a little old lady with dementia who never really understood how to work her hospital call light. According to her nurses, she was a very sweet old lady. If she needed help, she would tiptoe over to her neighbor's hospital room and politely ask him to ring the call light for her. Luckily for both, the old lady and the nurses, the kind man was completely lucid and always willing to lend a hand. Unfortunately, the nice old lady passed away due to an issue with her pancreas at exactly four in the afternoon. Just a few hours later, while the old lady's family was saying their goodbyes, the gentleman from the next door turned on his call light. The nurses scurried to his bedside where the old man explained to the nurses that the old lady is ready for her bed now. Considering that this man was only in the hospital recuperating from a kidney infection and did not suffer any type of cognitive illness that would interfere with his perception of reality, his comments sent chills down the spines of the nursing team. But what made it even more creepy was that the man went on to explain to his CNA that the old woman had snuck into his room just a few moments before and pressed the call light button herself. According to this man, the old lady was wearing a white robe in her rosary beads. The icing on the creepy cake is that when her body was finally moved from the hospital to the funeral home, a few of the nurses attended the ceremony. The sweet and delicate little old lady lay peacefully in her open casket dressed in a white gown holding her rosary beads. <laughs> oh, creepy. So you do wear what you are buried in? I mean... I don't know. I've thought about this before because if you wear what you're buried in, then you guys better bury me in something real cute. I'm going to be buried in something. I don't know what I want to be buried in. Your birthday suit. Yeah, yo. I think I want to be buried. I don't think I want to be scary. I know it's scary, but I, I, for fuck's sake, don't want to be in the ground. I guess if I want to be turned into a willow tree, I guess I have to be cremated then, don't I? I don't know. Or do I they think... just use my body as fertilizer? I think they yeah. use my body. 
I'm going to go into a spiral about this now. <laughs> Please update me. <laughs> <on that. laughs> um. Anyways, back to Georgetown Castle. What do you think of the story surrounding it? It's fucking scary. I think it's sad. Oh, Girl. super sad. But Purdy is making all sorts. <laughs> Purdy's mad at us right now because we cleaned her ears. <laughs> oh, Some, one of them keeps farting too. It's probably her. <laughs> one of them when you were, I don't know where the fuck you were, but I was out here after dinner and mom was home. No, it was just me. I don't know what the fuck you were. And they were both sitting with me on the bed and one of them farted so loud and just walked away. And I don't know which one it was. Peach is usually the one that does stuff like that. And she like, fucking stinks it was when like she this. does it too. And I was like, excuse me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I think that the stories are sad. I would hang out with Sarah up in the spider. Of course. At night when I'm having insomnia. I would go up there and be like, Sarah. (laughs) That was kind of me. (laughs) Sarah, let's hang out. (laughs) And she'd be like, this bitch again. (laughs) Me. (laughs) And I'd be like, yeah, girl. Yeah. We would talk shit about everyone. Everyone? Yeah. Bobby, there was a code orange at Home Goods. Home Goods. It's coming up fast. I know. I need fall weather. It was too fucking hot today. I literally have like three things I want to do this summer that I'm just like. Um, like I'm done with it. I just want to fucking go to the damn beach. We're going, we're going. That's on my list. We're going, we're going. I want to go. My other list is going up home maybe for a weekend. Yeah. But I don't know, that that takes a lot lot. out of me. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) It's just so draining. We have like everyone to see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the thing is that it wouldn't be so bad if like you just gotta come up here and tell me. No. Well, I mean, technically, we, now we only really have Aunt Tammy to see up there. And yeah, yeah, but yeah, we still have to like spend time. Like they're gonna want to go to breakfast. Yeah. I just want to slip in and out unnoticed. I just want to sit in that pool. Loki, and... that pool would have slapped a couple days. And yeah. just rot in the pool. You could definitely go over. She would. Yeah. you should just show up. <laughs> just okay. like. Pop up in the pool. Hey, Tam Tam. <laughs> no, I was dying when you said that the other day. You were like, you know what would slap right now? Your Aunt Tammy's fucking pool. <laughs> Literally, and our AC wasn't working that day, and I was just like fucking oh. done. Yeah. I was like, that cold-ass pool would feel great oh. right now. That's <laughs> no, is always cold. Yeah, it is. Which is funny, because I remember when we were kids, it I was felt warm. like it was always warm. Mm. But Maybe? I don't think they had as many trees in their back. Yeah, that, and I feel like we had, like, a higher tolerance for that stuff when we were kids. I was, I, I should send videos I have from a swimming lesson. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Do you have videos of us swimming? Yeah, I remember yeah. we were making TikToks. We were fucking funny. We were funny, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, I have, like, times. six videos of Brooke just floating. Just floating, yep. She's <laughs> like, okay, let's try it again. <laughs> no, you know what was elite was the fucking summer of 2020. Yeah, yeah, that was a good. That was uh, a good one. Because we spent good. like a whole week up. Yeah, we did. 
Uh, we were depressed as fuck, but we were having a good time. That was a good depression. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, next <laughs> week we're talking about Goody Cole, aka the Witch of Hampton. <laughs> I kind of want to make a dirty joke, but I don't want her to come at me, so I'll hold it. Well, you can make it because she's a good person. No, it just sounds like a pedophile. <laughs> mm, she's not though. Goody she's Cole. A- She's a good person. She's good. Okay. A good gal. She's been through a lot. You'll learn about it next week. All right. I can't... <laughs> We're kindred spirits. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. What are your thoughts on today's topic? Did we miss anything? We would love to hear from you, so please DM us. Don't forget to give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at boo.busters.podcast. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. While you're at it, tell a friend. Tell them to hop on the Boo Crew train. (laughs) Choo-choo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Peace out.